In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. I've been talking the past few weeks about Christian faith as an experience that is explained by our doctrine. My point has been that experience comes before doctrine in the Christian life. The experience of God comes before the doctrine that explains the experience. Trinity Sunday is a day on which this emphasis is perhaps most needed. For we often get tripped up trying to explain to others in merely logical terms the doctrine of the Trinity, as if our faith hinged on our ability to fully explain to somebody the logic of God's being. The primary focus of our faith is to know or experience God as Trinity. Trinitarian doctrine is merely the explanation of the church's Trinitarian experience. We can see the experience of God as Trinity throughout the Bible. We see it in the creation. God created the world through his word by speaking. Later we know the word became flesh, but here is God and his word. And in the creation, the spirit of God moved over the face of the waters. So we see this experiential reality that the Father created through his word by the Spirit. We see this experience of Trinity in redemption. The Father redeems the world by sending his Son, the word who is made flesh. And then the Father communicates that experience of himself through his Son by means of the Spirit, which was poured out upon us on Pentecost last week. This pattern we often refer to as new creation because it exactly parallels the process of the first creation. In the beginning, God created by his word through the Spirit. In redemption, God recreates through his Word, his Son become flesh, again by means of the Spirit. And this is our personal experience in each of our lives. We know God the Father through Christ, who is revealed to us in the Scriptures. We come to understand that revelation through the scriptural message and also through God's direct activity in our lives. And then the experience of God the Father, who we know in Christ, comes to dwell within us the gift of the Spirit, through which we come to be in Christ, and Christ comes to be in us. This emphasis on experience is highlighted by the Trinity Sunday lessons, which teach us that we can only see or experience the revelation of the Father through the Son by means of the Holy Spirit. In the Gospel, Nicodemus came to Jesus to have a kind of intellectual discussion about Jesus' ministry. 
Jesus said to him in response, Unless a man is born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. He elaborates this point to the mystified Nicodemus by saying, Unless a man is born again of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That is, Nicodemus, unless you are brought into this experience of God the Father through the Son and the Spirit, you have no idea what I'm talking about. The epistle lesson from Revelation, though it is somewhat strange and complex in its symbolism, explains this point, or I should say illustrates this point. St. John saw a door in heaven, and a voice said to him, come up here. And immediately John was in the spirit in heaven. That is to say, John was able to go through the door into the presence of God in heaven only through the Spirit. Except a man who is born again of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. John's experience is that of the whole church. We ascend through the Spirit in worship. As we lift up our hearts, we go through the door into heaven and we are able to see what John saw. If we have eyes of faith illuminated by the Spirit to see it. John's vision of living creatures is simply a portrayal of the cherubim that are also illustrated on our stained glass window because God dwells between the cherubim. John sees a vision of God as he's always understood to be in the Old Testament. Without the Spirit, we cannot see and experience the reality of God's presence and salvation. This is why it's not really a very good idea to bring the uninitiated and the uninstructed into the Eucharist. They will be mystified, like Nicodemus. For unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. This point was made by our morning prayer lesson last Wednesday from 2 Corinthians, excuse me, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. St. Paul writes, quote, No one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God. We might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. The doctrine of the Trinity is this. There is one God who exists from eternity in three persons, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We do not believe this merely as an abstract idea. We believe this because it is the right explanation of our experience of God. We know the one true God because he has revealed himself to us and redeemed us from sin through the life, death, and resurrection of his eternally begotten Son. And he has saved us from sin and raised us to new life 
through the gift of the life-giving Spirit. Understanding a doctrine is not the same as knowing God. We can know and experience that which we do not fully comprehend. We can't fully understand God because God can't fit into our heads. What we are given in the Christian life is the privilege of entering more and more into experience of God through the life of prayer. Chesterton once contrasted the poet with the magician. He said the poet attempts to get his head into heavens. The logician attempts to get the heavens into his head, and his head splits. This is what makes eternity an exciting prospect. Often, the world to come has been portrayed as a life of sitting on clouds playing harps. This is caricature. In truth, we believe that our current ever-expanding universe is a sign of the limitless grandeur and mystery of God. This means that there will be much, much more to discover, explore, and know when we are no longer limited by time and space. For we know God, but God and the love of God surpass our knowledge. We know God now, but there's much more to know of the Father who makes himself known to us through his Son, whom we experience by means of the Spirit. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen.